Hello again and welcome to the Let's Guide podcast, the ultimate podcast for Google Local Guides. You're listening today to episode number 42. And it's been a while since we've had a news and updates episode. And obviously the Google Maps team has not been sitting around idly all that time. Which means it's high time to check out again what new features have been introduced or spotted as preview in Google Maps and also what's new in the local guides community. Loyal listeners will know that I, uh, at the beginning of the episode, always want to point out that I'm not an official representative of Google or the local guides team. I'm just a local guide like most of you. Everything you hear in this podcast is therefore my personal interpretation. This episode is recorded at the end of May 2023 and is therefore describing the situation as it is today. Should you be listening at a later date, things might obviously have changed. Let's get started! Before diving into the actual news, I have some updates, well, some additions really, in, uh, to the topic that we covered in episode 40. That was the episode called The Truth About Views, the views you get for your pictures. In that episode, I gave an overview of possible sources of the views that your picture gets, uh, your pictures get when you upload them to Google Maps. On Connect, Local Guides Connect, the official uh, forum for uh, all things local guides. There were some interesting additions in the comments to the post that I published there when the episode was uh, released. Of course, I'll link to that post and the comments in the show notes that you can read them for yourself. Morten Copenhagen from Denmark pointed out that another source of views can be the pictures that are shown on the overview of a city or a region or even a country. This can be the case both when you type in the name of, for example, a city in the search field of the Maps app or in the area called latest in the area. So that part of the screen that you can see when you're on the explore tab in the Maps app. He even explained how you can find out which of your pictures are used there. I'm quoting from his comment. Let me elaborate a bit on how you can check if some of your pics got promoted to also represent the city district, the city or even a country. What a typical Morton phrase, I would say. It goes on. Search for your country or city name on Google Maps using text search. Then click or tap on the photo. And then to the right, you will see the Buy You tab. And there you can see if any of your pictures got promoted. Another possible source is Google Calendar. Local guide Just Jake from Arizona in the US pointed that out. When a meeting gets scheduled in Google Calendar and the point of interest, a place is included in the calendar event, a picture from that place will also be added in the Google Calendar entry. So just Jake suge suggested that you should upload pictures of, for example, dentist offices, as loads of people might be scheduling appointments there and possibly increase uh, the views on some of your pictures. Nice catch, Jake. 
The same, by the way, and still according to Jake, is also valid for YouTube videos. If a location is added in the description, then also pictures from that location will be shown. Check out Jake's comments to the post on Connects to see some screenshots and examples that he has provided. Another source of views I was actually well aware of but somehow forgot to mention are your own views. Every time you yourself check your own pictures, for example, to see just how many views they uh, have already accumulated, the count of your views will also increase. And the final edition came from another guest I interviewed on the views episode, that's Canadian local guide Terry P.G. He mentioned a method to increase the chance that your picture will get a higher number of views, and that is tagging food pictures. Terry has been keeping track of the views his pictures are getting and he noticed that the food pictures he had tagged were performing way better than those uh, which were not tagged. He wrote a post on it uh, with guidelines on how to tag pictures on Connect of course and as you might have figured out I will link to that in the show notes of course. Let's then talk about some new things in Google Maps. In the desktop version of Google Maps, you now get a very slim menu bar on the left-hand side of the screen, containing the burger menu, the menu that gives access to all the options you already know, like accessing your timeline or changing the language. And that burger menu also gives you the opportunity to switch off this sidebar if you want. If you do so, then the burger menu icon will be in the search box in the top left corner as it was already the case before. But I definitely prefer to have the sidebar visible because of the two other icons in it. There is a saved icon, you already know that I guess, just to save your preferred places, but also a brand new one called Recents. Once you start searching, clicking around and selecting things on maps, those things, those places will show up under this Recents icon. The places you select are grouped by city and if you have selected more than one place in a city, the number of places you have selected there will also be shown. Those Recents entries then are sorted in a way that the city with the highest number of places is on top of the list. That really makes it very easy to switch between several places that you have visited during your session on maps. One very important remark with regards to this, however, the list of reasons is cleared when you leave your session on maps. So if you close the browser and then reopen maps, the reasons, the reasons section is empty again. That might actually be the reason why they decided to also have the saved section there. So if there are places you need quick access to the next time you visit maps, you should save them to some list. A change to the mobile app then, not in the desktop version, is that the overview of your edits, and I'm a big fan of edits as you might know, this overview has been completely restyled. If you're not sure where to find this, open the app on your phone, go to the Contribute tab at the bottom, 
Then look for the C contributions link. You typically have to scroll a bit down to find it inside that block that also shows your total number of views. And on that uh, contributions page, scroll all the way down to get a link to your overview at the very bottom. The most important changes that I've noticed and welcomed is um, first that it's more spacious, both on that contributions page, the different uh, topics there, the different items are a bit wider, uh, separated. So there's more space between them, which looks better. Uh, and also if you uh, click on the edits and open one of the edits, you get more details per edit. And also a really nice one, which is not really new now, it's been introduced a while ago, uh, but it's really, really nice, is that uh, when, for example, you have submitted new opening hours for a business and you click on that business name in the overview of your edits, it will take you to that point of interest. This is now also the case for road edits and for a very long time this was not the case. So that's relatively new and that's actually an, uh, an idea from our good friend and well-known local guide Hermes from Italy. He submitted this to the idea exchange some uh, time ago and I'll link in the show notes to uh, the original idea which is still findable if you have the link. Um, but that's actually a bit of news in itself. The idea exchange section on Connect is no longer there as a separate section. The posts can still be read and local guides are still very welcome to submit new ideas, but no longer in this separate section. You should now submit them in the how to, uh, how to section. In the show notes, I'll uh, also link to the announcements the Connect team published on that topic. Sorry, the highlight they published, not the announcement, as that same post also announced that announcements are connect are now called highlights. But back to the restyling of the overview of your edits. Something new there is a kind of traffic light color which is added, so green if the edit was approved, yellow, orange if it's pending, red if it was not applied. We all get those from time to time. Then there's also a number indicator for the number of edits you made on a particular place or point of interest. Usually it's just one, of course. But if multiple edits were made, it will show a two or a three, and you can then open a list of those edits below. The final thing I want to mention about the restyling of this um, edits overview is that each edit also has the sentence all edits are checked for accuracy with a question mark icon behind it. And clicking that question mark led me to a bit of a surprise. Google is actually acknowledging that they get it wrong sometimes. The text literally says all edits are checked for accuracy by our moderation system Check out episode 25, it was, I think, of the podcast, if you want to know more about that. So all edits are checked for accuracy by our moderation system. We can't confirm all edits. And sometimes, here it comes, we make mistakes. Okay, great to have that out in the open. Stashed away behind a, an icon, but nevertheless, it's there. 
I mentioned earlier that you can find your edits by navigating to the Contribute tab in the Maps app on your phone. But there is something to report on about these tabs too. The Google Maps app has five tabs at the bottom, but they're not the same five for all users. Which tabs exactly you will see depends on whether or not you manage a Google Business profile. If you do, a tab called Business will be shown and the tab Saved is not shown. That's because the Google Business Profile, which used to be a separate app, no longer is an app in itself. It's integrated into Google Maps. They uh, posted a, a help article on this topic. I'll link to that in the show notes if you want to know more about this. So if you do not manage a Google Business Profile, the five tabs you will get from left to right are Explore, Go, Saved, Contribute and Updates. And if you do manage a business profile, it's explore, go, but then contribute, updates and business at the end. The next new feature is something which the Maps team still seems to be testing as several local guides have confirmed seeing it. And Morton also posted uh, about it on Connect. So I'll link to that in the show notes, of course. But it's not there yet for everyone and not there all the time for those who have seen it. The feature is relevant extracts from reviews are superimposed on uh, photos of places on maps. There's def definitely some AI component here because some of those examples we've seen clearly have relevant phrases from the reviews. Not just the first few words, but really an intelligent selection that fits the picture. The suspicion, on the other hand, that it is an automated system and not human curators making those selections is reinforced by the fact that some less relevant or less intelligent examples have also already been spotted. Go check them out in the comments to Morton's post. The text extracts, by the way, are also accompanied by the profile picture of the reviewer and the number of reviews she or he has written on that specific topic. Seems to be a really helpful addition. A new feature that you have most certainly not yet seen in Maps is the immersive view for routes, as that is simply not yet rolled out at all. The Maps team showed it at uh, I.O., the Google Developer Conference, a couple of weeks ago and announced that it would be launched in the coming months in selected cities. The major U.S. cities, of course, but also Amsterdam, Berlin, Dublin, Florence, London, Paris, Tokyo and Venice. Perhaps also in Treviso, if they get all the way there. In the official announcements, which I will link to in the show notes, of course, they described it as follows. Immersive View uses computer vision and AI to fuse billions of street view and aerial images together to create a rich digital model of the world. With this technology, you can see all the information you need about your route at once. The uh, post also contains a demo video where you can see that it looks a bit like footage from a drone that takes the exact route that you plan to follow and which is really nice too by using historical data and the weather forecast they can even make predictions about what the route will look like at a specific time of day 
for example if you want to uh, take that route it's you're here at 10 a.m in the morning you plan to take that route at 4 p.m they will uh, you're able to uh, predict or they will show what the route looks like at 4 p.m when there might be much more traffic and it might be raining you can control that time component by means of a time slider go check it out in the demo video Another new feature is already available for everyone as far as I know. When you have placed a pin on the map and you then move away from the place where the pin is located, this is also on a mobile phone app I mean, as soon as the pin itself is no longer on the screen, as you have moved too far away uh, from uh, it's for the, pill, the pin still to show, then a pin-like symbol appears on the edge of your screen with the point of that icon pointing to the direction where your original pinned location can be found. Really neat! Just test it out for yourself. If you haven't seen this, place a pin anywhere on the map and then move away until the pin is no longer on the screen. The next thing I want to cover here is a campaign that is currently still running on Connect. More than three years ago, I published a post on Connect titled How to get rid of that annoying zero for roads added where I gave some tips on how you can find roads that still need to be added on maps. I really had no idea what this would all lead to. People started adding first hundreds and later thousands of roads. And now local guides and connect moderator Shola Bello from Liberia in Africa turned it into a real campaign, which he called the 3000 Road Ad Campaign or T. RAC track for short. The goal was for local guides to sign up and then track the number of roads all participating local guides collectively added to maps. The original target was 3000 in a six month period, which sounded quite ambitious. But in fact, the target was already reached after one month. Boy oh boy, those local guides. So there's a new target now, which is 10k, 10,000 roads added. Do check it out on Connect, link in the show notes. And in case you have not joined yet, you can definitely still, still sign up and join Shola on his track mission. And here's a small bonus fun fact on the topic of adding roads. A couple of days ago, I think there was a new personal speed record for me, or how should I call it, for getting a submitted road edit approved. Less than six hours after submitting the edit, somewhere in the south of France, it was already approved. Really nice. To close off the news for this episode, a funny story that I came across. In Belgium, Street View helped a man escape to pay a parking fine. He had parked his car in a zone where he did not see any indication that you needed to pay to park there. Upon returning, however, he did find a ticket under his windscreen wiper. So he took some pictures of the area and then at home compared those with the images on Street View. That way he noticed that there had in fact been signs there in the area indicating that you need to pay to park there, but those signs had disappeared. So he submitted his pictures and the Street View pictures as evidence for his defense and the local authorities had to recognize that a mistake was made and he never had to pay the fine. 
link to the uh, original article uh, from a news site uh, in the show notes, but it's in Dutch, of course. So if you're not Dutch speaking, you'll need some translation tool. And before really closing off, there's one last thing I want to mention, and that's Euro Meetup 2023 in Munich, Germany. This in-person event was originally planned for 2020, but we all know what happened then. Anyways, with all travel restrictions now gone, local guides from all over Europe and even some from uh, outside of Europe, there's uh, 13 different countries already represented at the moment. All of those local guides are meeting once again in a multi-day event, which will take place from the 22nd till the 25th of June, as I said, in Munich, Germany. Connect moderator Torben from Munich is the host and I'm helping him out with some practical organization stuff. It will be a really amazing event where several guiding stars will be present as well as several Connect moderators and also some Google moderators take part. They are however taking uh, they are participating in their private name as local guides so not as official Google employees but nevertheless it will be awesome to spend those four days in that lovely company. In case you would still like to participate yourself, that's absolutely still possible. In the show notes, I'll include a link to Torben's announcement post and that post also has a link to a, a form where you can sign up plus the agenda of what we plan to do in those four days. Mind you, this is not an official event organized by Google. It's just some local guides coming together for a couple of days. So all costs for travel and accommodation at your, are at your own expense. And that's it for now. Do get in touch if you have any questions, comments or remarks by, for example, sending an email to letsguidepodcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter where uh, I use the hashtag localguidesguru for this stuff. On Local Guides Connect, of course, you can find me under my real name, Jan van Havre Connect Moderator. And the show notes with all those interesting links, as always, can be found on the website letsguidepodcast.com. Thanks very much for listening again, and I hope to find you in the audience for the next episode. Game over.